This is 100 Days of Dante, a podcast journey through Dante's divine comedy, one canto at a time. Join us online at 100daysofdante.com. Let's read together. As Inferno 14 begins, Dante and Virgil are still in the circle of the violent. They are about to depart from the second subcircle of the violent, the subcircle of those who were violent against themselves, on their way to the third. They have witnessed tyrants and murderers and robbers boiling in a river of blood. They have encountered the stump of the suicide Piero della Vigna, sputtering with blood as he speaks. In hell, as in purgatory, suffering is, in a sense, autobiographical. Shades suffer according to the shape of their sinful lives sometimes parodying their sins, sometimes painfully reenacting them. This principle of suffering is called contrapasso, a term used by Thomas Aquinas as well as by Dante later in Inferno. So the violent shades in many cases seem to be reliving their violent histories as they explain themselves to Dante. The sense of violence is ubiquitous. Yet at the end of Canto 13, another stump, a suicide from Florence, asks Dante to regather his scattered leaves. So Canto 14 begins not with violence, but with this surprising image of healing. Then, love of my birthplace pressing upon me, I gathered the scattered fronds, le fronde sparte, and returned them to him. So what is Dante doing here? He says he is motivated by devotion to his birthplace, by love. It's a simple act. He's not bringing this shade back to life or restoring peace to his beloved, divided city of Florence. Yet this regathering seems to be a symbolic act of kindness that really stands out among the violent. In Canto 11, Virgil reminded us of the bonds of divine love that persist, even when humans forget and violate them. Here we see Dante doing something that implicitly affirms these bonds of love. He is returning leaves to their stump, putting back together what humans have driven apart. In the context of so much bloodshed, the image is striking. And then immediately we find ourselves in a new landscape of violence. Dante and Virgil now enter into the third subcircle, the subcircle of the violent against God, nature, and industry. It's a barren plain of dry sand where the only rain is a precipitation of fire flakes that ignite the sand and burn the bodies of the souls that suffer there. The sodomites wisely walk continuously, brushing the fire flakes away. But the blasphemers, the violent against God, are particularly audacious. Instead of trying to avoid being burned, they are lying down on the burning earth. In their own version of Contrapasso, the blasphemer's excessive disregard for God results in excessive suffering. So the stage is set for a blasphemous giant, Capaneus, to dominate the plain. According to the poet Statius, whom we'll meet on Mount Purgatory, Capaneus once challenged Jove, the king of the gods, to a duel. And Capaneus has this body language that seems to suggest a kind of outsized contempt for God. So Dante asks Virgil about him. Who is that great one who seems not to mind the blaze and reclines, scornful and frowning, so that the rain does not seem to ripen him 
sicché la pioggia non par che il maturi. The word maturi is important here. It means to mature or to ripen, and it is precisely what Caponaeus resists doing. In purgatory, suffering will serve the divine purpose of ripening souls, forming and shaping them so that they become whole, regathered to the divine source of their being, gradually transformed by their suffering. But Caponaeus is beyond change. In hell, tragically, transformation is no longer possible. And Caponaeus seems to make this stasis, this resistance to change or ripening, a point of pride. As I was alive, so am I dead. It's a declaration that echoes the claims of Stoic philosophy, the imperviousness of the human person to suffering, to emotion, to the reversals of fortune in the course of human life. Yet Caponaeus is also furious, and in that sense, not at all Stoic. As he talks, Caponaeus kind of starts to run off at the mouth with this fantasy of Jove trying to fight him and failing. Jove, the king of the gods, calling for help. Ayuta, ayuta. Okay, Caponaeus, it's too late. It's not gonna happen. As Virgil points out, O Caponeo, no suffering other than your rage is equal to your fury. Caponaeus's rage is itself part of his suffering, his contrapasso. In life, he challenged the divine order by fighting the king of the gods. In hell, he subjects himself to lying down on the burning plain, pretending not to feel it. And he endures in this violent rage, the opposite of his professed stoic imperturbability. The scholar Teodolinda Berolini says that Dante's hell is being stuck with oneself. And perhaps that's the worst part of Caponaeus's suffering. Virgil and Dante now approach a little red stream that spurts out of the wood like blood. Its color makes Dante shudder. But Virgil tells Dante that the river will make a way for them out of the burning sand, quenching all of the flames above. Virgil calls the river notabile, or notable, an ambivalent description that suggests something of Virgil's own uncertainty. Does the flowing of this river's blood suggest meaningless violence? Or is it a blood flow that has a purpose? For Dante, blood often seems to suggest the atoning blood of Christ. But for Virgil, the saving action of Christ is not quite intelligible, not quite known. We are reminded again of the question of the purpose of suffering. Is it simply dramatic punishment as it often seems to be in hell? Or can suffering be part of transformation, as in purgatory souls are purged, made ready for paradise? For the rest of Canto 14, we get Virgil's curious explanation of the mythical Granvelio, the great old man of Crete, whose tears form the rivers of hell and flow through the cracks in his body into hell's valley. Virgil's explanation draws partly on the dream of Nebuchadnezzar found in the biblical book of Daniel. And like Nebuchadnezzar's statue, this old man is formed of different elements whose quality decreases from head to toe, head of gold, silver arms and chest, brass core, iron legs, and clay foot. This old man also stands within a mountain that was once a lush garden, happy with water and fronds, lieta d'acqua e di fronde. But the garden is now barren. 
The mountain is a monument to the violent legacy of sin and human decline. But it also looks forward to the earthly paradise, the extremely pleasant place that Dante will find at Mount Purgatory's summit, where Dante will finally encounter his beloved Beatrice and be compelled to confront his own sins. For the violent in hell, it's too late to mature, too late to ripen. But Dante is a pilgrim, and as he confronts the tragedy of hell, we also see that the poem is looking ahead to the journey that will bring healing. In the wake of his meeting with Capaneus, we can also make out, on the horizon, the ripening of pilgrim souls. We too might shudder with Dante at the raging blood flow of hell's rivers, but we also notice the source and destination of those rivers, which offer a way out of this barren landscape. In the mountain of the old man, we can trace the outlines of purgatory, the mountain where souls are made whole again. Like these poets, our knowledge of what lies ahead is shadowy. But the poem is unmistakably exploring suffering and its meaning, asking us to consider, perhaps confronting the reality of violence, the reality of sin and the suffering that it inflicts can be a part of Dante's healing. Perhaps confronting the reality of humanity's profound need for healing can be a part of Dante's chastening. Perhaps bearing witness to violence and to suffering can be part of the long process of the soul's transformation. Thank you for reading Dante's Divine Comedy with us. Continue the journey at 100daysofdante.com. 100 Days of Dante is brought to you by the Baylor University Honors College with support from the Tory Honors College at Biola University, the Templeton Honors College at Eastern University, the University of Dallas, Whitworth University, and Gonzaga University in Florence.